Welcome to the Better Life Podcast. I'm April. Hope your day is going great so far. Hey, I want to tell you before I get into this episode, if you haven't marked down the date of March 3rd, 2023, right here in Arlington, Texas, we're going to have another Better Life Night. It's going to be an amazing night. If you didn't come last year, I sure would love for you to come. We'll put more information on my website, aprilsimons.com, to give you more details. And if you haven't subscribed to my email, I would love for you to subscribe today. You'll find out more information. You'll find out about special projects or special events, uh, where I travel and speak to. You'll get all that and a bunch more. So again, that's March the 3rd. Mark your date. It's going to be a great time. Today in this episode, I want to talk to you about some things that I believe might be keeping you stuck in life. Maybe you've been in the same place, not making any progress, and you just don't know why. Well, I believe that the enemy will try to convince us of lies that will keep us from moving forward. Today, I want to give you five lies that the enemy will use against you. The first one is this. He will try to tell you, you are not enough. Now, we've all thought that sometime in our life. And if we're not careful, we can allow those that single thought to just go wild in our mind. I'm not enough. I can never do this. You know, don't come from the right family. I don't come from the right background of, you know, there's just too much. You are not enough. That's what the enemy, the lie of the enemy. But when we go to the Word of God, we realize, no, you are enough. You're chosen. The Scripture says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. The Scripture also says you're God's prized possession. You are God's treasure. That's found in Deuteronomy. The Scripture says in Ephesians, He chose us before the creation of the world. Psalm 17 says, I'm the apple of God's eye. Psalm 43, 1 through 4, listen to this. It says, don't be afraid. I've redeemed you. This is God talking. He's called you by your name. See, God knows your name. You are enough. Scripture goes on to say, you are mine. When you're in over your head, I'll be there with you. When you're in rough waters, you will not go down. When you're between a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end because I am God, your personal God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Listen to this part of the scripture. I paid a huge price for you. That's how much you mean to me. That's how much I love you. I'd sell off the whole world to get you back. I'd trade the creation just for you. Stop listening to you're not enough. It's a lie. Don't believe it. You will always be enough in God's eyes. Another lie that the enemy so tries to use against us is this. You will always be alone. Let me tell you something, folks. You are God's, and He will never leave you or forsake you. He will always be right by your side. Let me give you scripture. Hebrews 13, 5 says, I will not in any way fail you, nor give up on you, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake, nor let you down or relax my hold on you. That's out of the Amplified Version. That is so good. He's saying he's never, ever going to leave us. He's never going to relax his hold on us. The scripture says in Joshua, don't be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Stop listening to you will always be alone. It's a lie. 
You are never alone because God is with you always. Another lie that the enemy likes to bring into your mind is this. God can't use anybody like you. Oh my goodness. We have all thought that at one point in our life. If we go to the scripture, we can think about who he used. First of all, God uses imperfect people. I say it often in this these episodes. God doesn't pick people the way people pick people. Thank God for that. God doesn't use perfect people, so that means he can use you. He can use me. In the scripture, he used a prostitute. <laughs> he used a murderer. He used a teenager, a widow, an unbeliever, a donkey. And y'all, he used a dead person. If God can use those people, then he can sure use us. The enemy knows your name, but calls you by your sin. God, on the other hand, knows your sin, and yet he calls you by your name. When I think of this lie of the enemy, God could never use anyone like me, I think about my dad. My dad has been in heaven since 1999. But my dad was raised one of six, the youngest of, the youngest boy of six kids. He was raised in a home where they didn't talk about God, they didn't know God, or much less acknowledge God. He's from a very poor family of farmers. They worked hard. They just barely got by. One day when my dad was 17 years old, he was walking home from a nightclub at night by himself. He had some type of encounter with God. He realized that night that God was real. The next Sunday, his friend took him to church, and my dad made the decision that night at 17 to give his heart and life to Jesus. That one decision changed the course of his life. That one decision changed the course of his legacy. He went on to to pastor a church. He was a nobody. He was a dropout of high school. He didn't know a thing about God. He didn't have any background on God. But he let go of those limiting thoughts that God couldn't use anybody like him. He surrendered his whole life to God, and God used him in an amazing way. If you think you're a nobody, then that's just perfect. You qualify to do amazing things in this life. So stop listening to God can't use anyone like you. It's a lie. He can use you. And in fact, your story is going to help others. Another lie that the enemy uses is this. You're not going to make it. Oh man, you might be feeling that right now. You're going to fail. You're not going to make it through these difficult times. You're You're not going to make it financially. You're not going to get through this sickness. See, the enemy comes in when we're weak, and he tries to convince us, you're not going to get through this. He wants you to stay in a victim mindset. A victim mentality keeps you stuck in a place repeating a pattern, repeating thoughts. I'm never going to get through this. I'm never going to get well. I'm never going to get out of this financial hole that I'm in. If you stay in a victim mindset, it causes your view of God to be distorted. You begin to think, you know, I don't know, God, if you really can get me through this. Maybe I'm too far gone. Maybe, you know, I'm just, I'm just not all that. You can't rescue me. The scripture says in 1 Corinthians, But thanks be to God, He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The scripture also says in Romans, In all these things, we are more than conquerors. Stop listening to you're not going to make it. It's a lie. You will make it, and you will come out better than ever. 
Another lie, the last lie that I'm going to talk about today, the enemy so often tries to come in and say, you know what? You missed your chance. Now think about that story where Jesus was telling Peter before the rooster crows, you're going to deny me three times. Peter said, I'll never deny you. Long story short, in the book of Matthew chapter 26, someone said, you know Jesus. And Peter got mad and he said, a curse come on me if I'm lying. I don't know the man. The third time, the rooster crowed. At that moment, when Peter denied Jesus three times, the scripture says the Lord turned and looked at Peter right in the eye. I'm sure suddenly the Lord's words flashed through Peter's mind before the rooster crows tomorrow morning. You're going to deny me and you're going to even deny that you've ever even known me. I'm sure Peter's world came crashing in on him. I'm sure he had so many regrets. I'm sure he thought because, you know, the Lord was buried, crucified. I'm sure he thought, I'll never have the chance to tell him how sorry I was for these things that I said about him, denying that I knew him. But the resurrection of Jesus changed all of that. And if you recall the story, when Jesus rose from the dead, to sum it up, he said, go tell my disciples and tell Peter. I love how Jesus was so specific. Even though Peter denied him, even though he failed him, he denied he'd ever knew him, Jesus said, you know what? Go find Peter. He's my man. He's my friend. And he restored him to relationship. God is a million second chance giver. Don't ever think that God can't use anybody yet like you, that you've missed your chance in life. See, the enemy, he wants you to pay more attention to your feelings, God can't use me, than to God's truth. Let me tell you something. Satan's greatest fear is your tomorrow. If he can keep you stuck in today, questioning, belittling yourself, thinking you're not worthy, capable, qualified, or even good enough, or that you've missed your chance, he's successful in keeping you away from your future. Stop listening to the lie that you missed your chance. It's a lie. God has so much more in store for you. Listen, folks, don't let the enemy win. Don't let him have that power over your life. He is a liar. All these things he's been trying to convince you of are lies. There is no truth in him. See, God's love, it's a love that keeps on giving. It's unconditional. It's everlasting. He's a never-give-up-on-you kind of God. Don't listen to the lies of the enemy any longer. You haven't missed your chance. You are going to make it through whatever you're facing today. God loves you, believes in you, and has an amazing plan for your life. You are qualified. You are more than enough. You are amazing. Start believing you are who God says you are and let go of the lies of the enemy. God is for you, so stop allowing the enemy and the lies of the enemy to cause you to be against you. I hope you've enjoyed it today, and until next time, I hope you have an amazing day.